Hi, I'm Tracy Kitten with Information Security Media Group here at RSA Conference 2015 in San Francisco. I'm talking with Arian Evans, Vice President of Product Strategy for Risk IQ. Arian, your company is offering um, a unique uh, service, and it's something that I've been hearing more about recently as organizations have been concerned about their brand reputation and what's being said about them on the web. Could you give us a little background about this platform that you've developed that allows companies to actually see what they look like on the internet? Yes, that's a great question. So Risk IQ evolved as a result of our talking to CISOs that we knew, asking them where their gaps in visibility were with their existing technologies that were leading them to get breached. And increasingly what we found is there were three things that they cared about. Is One is maintaining an accurate inventory and monitoring for indications of compromise all the applications that they have exposed to the internet. Second was finding all the things that they don't know about, that developers and marketers marketing teams stand up, applications the organization owns, could be in Rackspace, could be in the Amazon cloud, could be who knows where, how to find all those and bring them back under the control of the security org. And then the third thing is increasingly bad guys are going after creating fake or rogue applications that look like a company and their brand to attract both internal users and their external customers to use those applications so they can steal their credentials, their passwords, and their personal information to resell. Let's elaborate just a bit there on this rogue OSINT, I guess would, would kind of be the way I would refer to it. What's really the concern there? I mean, how could they take information about a brand, spoof it, if you will, and then use it for nefarious purposes? Well, so the probably the biggest one in the media last fall was the Snapchat, the snapping thing. So uh, attackers created fake Snapchat applications and kept copies of all the pictures, which they later distributed. And it was fairly impactful to Snapchat's brand. We did a quick look at just the mobile ecosystem and we found 674 rogue Snapchat applications last fall when that happened. So people just aren't aware of the scope and scale of this. Uh, th this year, you know, we've had several incidents around the rogue mobile with both banks and pharma. For example, we had a, had a bank call us up that they had been getting complaints from their users because their mobile applications weren't working properly and the bank told us, well, we don't have any mobile applications so we're not sure what the, right. what the problem is. We monitor 120 primary mobile stores and about 300 mobile stores around the world. So it's a much larger distributed ecosystem than people realize. What, what the bad guys are after is information they can resell or credentials they can use to get inside the network. Yeah, that, that makes complete sense, especially the example that you brought up about the mobile application. That's funny because the bank didn't even have one. I'd like for you to expand a bit, though, here on what would the catalyst be for an organization to use a service such as the one that you offer? I would automatically think that it would have to do with brand reputation, but earlier when we were talking, you mentioned, and I think this is a good point to highlight, that oftentimes organizations really need to use this type of service when they've acquired a company. So, yes, it's interesting. In earlier days, the biggest driver was usually an event related to brand. They came under attack from phishing. Uh, they came under attack from some targeted malware distribution campaign, and that's really shifted. CISOs are becoming increasingly aware that their perimeter is disintegrating. We live in an era where we've invested heavily in perimeter access controls, but our perimeter increasingly doesn't really exist. So we have assets that are distributed all over the internet. We plug into partner assets. There's all these 
relationships of things on the internet that CISOs don't have the tools and visibility into. However, if they get breached, the CISO and her team is accountable for the outcome, especially if those assets have PII. And so merger and acquisition is a classic use case that folks will come to us. So when a CISO finds out they've got a merger, uh, she can quickly get visibility into the footprint of all the applications this company they're acquiring has that are exposed to the internet that they need to do penetration testing, they need to do auditing, they need to do something to bring them under control and under the standards of their role. But first you have to find where they are. Well, Arian, I want to thank you again for your time today. I appreciate it. Oh, thank you very much. Again, we've just heard from Arian Evans of Risk IQ. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tracy Kitten.